Welcome back to Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm your host, Jason. Today, I've got a special guest. We're going to talk about an upcoming Kickstarter. We're going to talk about a convention that was very successful and, you know, maybe a couple other things. So my guest today is Mr. Vic Dorso. How are you doing today, sir? Just fine, young man. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. So, well, actually, before we hit the Kickstarter, why don't we talk about DaveCon? So that... Sadly, I I missed Dave Con this year, but it sounds like it was very successful. You had some surprise guests show up, and yep. yeah, so so maybe let let the folks know what they missed if they didn't go. Okay, let's see here. We had Tim Carr, David Wesley, uh, Bill Hoyt, and um, who was the one that we missed there? Um, Dungeon. Dave, yeah, Dave uh, McGarry showed up, right? Dave McGarry showed up. No, no, no notice whatsoever. He just walked in the door and it was like, whoa, hold on. And uh, even my kids are going, who's this? And I said, he gets in free. I don't care what anybody has to say. Just let him go. Right. <laughs> let him do what he wants, you know? So it was it was a shock to me, but it was it was a good shock. I I, I really appreciated Dave showing up and and everybody who did show up to the convention, it was it was it was a blast meeting a lot of the people, some from your own show and from Grog Talk and stuff like that. It was it was really nice. So, yeah, and and in fact, I'll put a link. So MW over them, the world's MW Lewis podcast was was out there, and I'll put a link, and people can you know hear his experiences at, at DaveCon. But yep. yeah, I I really am unhappy that I couldn't make it this year. Because I, that would have been awesome. I, I've got a lot of respect for for Dave McGarry with with Dungeon. I mean, I, I don't think people realize the role Dungeon played in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you know, it, oh, it's it's deep. I mean, I mean, and, how do I how do I, how do I say it to somebody? I, Dave Con is like going back in time. You get to play some of these games that you know they were developed in the late sixties, early seventies, and with the original creators of these games and you know what this is a dying breed of gamer and you just you if you don't experience it yourself then you're missing out on those essential points that they bring across in the game modern gamers don't do a lot of what these gentlemen did they they think they're so furious um what do you want to call it um just extras and stuff that that doesn't be needed, but there's a point and reasoning behind some of the stuff that they do, and it's it's very fascinating to sit there. You know, like I go to David Wesley's every Wednesday, and I'll play Memoir Forty Four or Ship Games or games from back in the sixties and seventies and stuff like that. And, and you learn a lot from these older gamers. They're sitting around, and they're strategizing and stuff, and you know, as a young punk at the game, well, I'm not the youngest, thank God, but <laughs> but as a young punk at the game, you know, I try to do my own thing in their games, and, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but but see, I have to keep them off, off because they'll, they'll think they'll know what I'm thinking, and I try to keep them off base a little bit so that they're like, oh, okay, he's going to do something crazy here, and he does it, you know what I mean, so. Right. Well, well that's the thing, if you 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 know if you want to experience Bronstein, you need to go and play Bronstein. You you can't pick up a book and understand that. I, I mean, you can maybe kind of sort of understand what they're doing, but but it's not the same. You, you've got to experience the game and the opportunity to play it with 
<laughs> Dave Wesley. I mean, it's I, rare and in between. Yeah. Far in between. It's um, let's see here. He went to Dave Con last year. He went to Gary Con, and then he went to Rock Con, and those are the three conventions he went to last year. And oh no, he went. He did Arnie Con too, which is here in Minneapolis, which is just a really tiny convention. Mm-hmm. But um, he goes to those conventions and. That's it. That's all he does. It's 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 and he if he doesn't have enough people to play the game, he goes and ends his game and goes play something else. But um, yeah, it's once in a lifetime. I mean, Bronstein is a precursor for Blackmore. Blackmore is a precursor for Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons is a precursor for everything else. You know what I mean? So you're going back. Your his this is your history lesson. If you want a history inside of gaming, you have to start at the beginning. So you know. Well, that's the thing, and you you know you and and you you talked about the people. You know, you got players from the original Blackmore game mm-hmm. there at DaveCon running the games. Right. So, yeah, people and can feel that progression. You know. Yes. And and it's it's fun watching watching these older guys play because they get they get they get. They get dirty and nasty too sometimes. <laughs> well, you, you know, I think that's a good segue. So, you know, these days, solo games and cooperative games where all the players play together and sing Kumbaya and play against a, a automated enemy are all the rage. But, you know, you've got a Kickstarter out right now that that's kind of a, a refreshing change to all that kumbaya as far as players go. Right. Let's talk a little bit about your Kickstarter, Cutthroats and Thieves. All right. Cutthroats and Thieves is, how do I want to, how, how did I say this? Um, everyone is out for themselves in this game. This is like a game of poker on steroids. You get cards, you draw cards every round, but there are cards in there that go from anything from a gold card, which is, just an innocuous card you're collecting to try to win the game. Relic cards, which you're collecting, which are really valuable if you can get all four of one type of relic card to an assassination card where you take the card and you throw it at another player and whatever he has in his hand, he has to put back in the deck and shuffle it. So he has nothing. He's starting out with a brand new fresh hand. He could be, and I've had this happen to me, I've had it where I'm at 96 points. I need four more points to win the game. And one of my kids is throwing the card at me. And I'm less like, oh, no, <laughs> everything's gone. I got to work at this whole thing again. And that's the part of the game. That's the fun of this game is that there's different cards. Like you can swap cards between players. It's just like, oh, here's a random you know, sleight of hand card. You take one one card out of each player's hands and you swap them and you don't know what they are but it could have been an assassination card or could have been something else that they were really looking forward to play the next round and it screws up their strategy this game is this game is lethal i I like to call it lethal and and even your grandmother will swear you on this game <laughs> you you know you think your little old grandmother sitting there and she's just all nice and sweet and all suddenly is you know stick the knife in her and she's just like oh you son of a <laughs> so um it, it it gets really it gets really well what i don't want to call them like it's cutthroat it's what it's basically what it is it's cutthroat and the thievery part comes in where you're stealing other people's cards you're stealing um like there's an element of the game called the lockbox and if you get a burglary card 
you get to steal that person's lockbox. It could be sitting there. They could have 30 points in it. And you flip them the car and you just take their lockbox and put it on your pile. And you're just, and they're just like, ah. you know, it just, they go crazy on it. So it's one of those games that you can use in your TTRPG if you're going like to the tavern. You don't have enough players that night. You can pull out a Cutthroats and Thieves game, shuffle it up play it amongst the players at you're at the tavern you guys can bet gold pieces that the players have in their credits or whatever you, you know star frontiers whatever game you've got planned you can play it like you're at a tavern and they're betting their credits or their gold pieces or silver pieces or whatever and they can play the game right there at the table and you can have a you can have a rousing session of 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 gameplay you know right so this you you know, and this is a game that you've play tested, and right. and and it and it's and and to make pe- some people worry about Kickstarters, but this game essentially, other than actually being printed, is essentially done, right? The the rule. Oh, it's done. Hard. It's hundred percent. And yeah. we're also working on expansions already, and we're working on advanced play and tournament rules already for the game so when we go to a convention you can it's sort of like magic the gathering you go to say play magic the gathering well magic the problem with magic is is you've got card sets upon card sets card sets and all these rules and now magic if you've watched the wizards of the coast they started saying oh that's an illegal card now we, we're, we're no longer allowing that card in these tournament plays. We're not doing this card. We're not doing that card. Or we're not printing these cards anymore. Or, you know, you know the, 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 they are monetizing it so heavily that, that it's, it's, it's being pretty bad. I, I think it's pretty bad for the average, you know, income player. I mean, if you're a millionaire, Sure, you can buy every card you want from the Black Lotus down. You know, I mean, but, you know, that 20-year-old kid that's sitting there in college and he's trying to play Magic the Gathering and he's, you know, he's, he's you know, he's mad because he can't get the cards he wants. And that's not how, that's not how we're trying to make Cutthroats and Thieves. We're trying to make it so it's affordable for everybody and you can play it and it's not, you know, too darn expensive. You know what I mean? Right. And now you mentioned expansions in, in the campaign or the, you know, tournament rules, which are great. But this is a just so everybody knows it. it what, when you back this, you're getting a fully functional card game, 100 percent contained everything right. you need. You don't have in to the buy 72 in the 72 card deck. You're getting everything you need to play a game and right. but bonus like bonus packs or expansions. You'll be able to add more players to the game so that you can keep playing and then like i said we are going we are making i've gotten development right now i don't know where they are but i've got i've got like an egyptian edition at like this is the norris edition it has the thor's hammer um Sutter's sword and i can't remember the other one because I, I play it so much <laughs> It sounds it sounds crazy, but when you play it, it's just sort of like okay, you know, you're just playing it. Um, but it's got three the three relics in there. You need all four of the same relic to win the hand, and that's 200 points. 100 gold pieces will win you the hand. But then you've got all the 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 skull drudgeries cards like assassination, sleight of hand, burglary. Uh, you know all these thieves terms that you can go in. And you can screw up the other person's hands, but watch for it. 
because guess what's going to happen? They can come back and do the same back to you. So it's 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 you gotta you gotta be mindful of who you're playing against, how you're doing it, and you know watching your grandmother curse at you. <laughs> so yes, that's the thing, and and yes, you can play it with just the seventy two deck. And like I said, we're putting out we're going to have expansion parts to it for um, like other other mythoses and we're going to have other um god cards in there that will will do things like um we're working on one now called loki for the norris deck and that card is really powerful and it makes like everybody move their whole hand over one so if you're holding a hand and you really like it next thing you know somebody flips out a loki card and you got to hold your take your whole hand and move it to the left and it's like oh no what are you going to get so you get the person from your right hand and you're looking at it it could be just complete garbage <laughs> you just handed your winning hand over to the next person so it is it is a, it is a uh, we're trying to make it fun and lively and not something you sit there and dour and at the at the at the gaming table and you're going oh man i gotta strategize this magic the gathering card you know what's what's this? you know I, i'm gonna play this card and i'm gonna play this card uh, you know it, it's not like that it's just sort of it's sport it's supposed to bring communication in the table and stuff like that and make it fun and, so and it's and, and you mentioned affordable it's very for, affordable you're looking at 15 for for the complete game right for the base game yeah right so, I mean, you know, fifteen dollars is you know a, a meal at McDonald's, right? I mean, it's right, and, and and I'm gonna guarantee you, you could play it with anybody in your family from thirteen up. I mean, I would, I would, I played it with everybody from my sons who are sixteen to grandmothers that are in their sixties, and and it is a it is a fun game, and and everybody seems to enjoy it because. The, is rules light there's only each card okay let me explain this to you each card has the rules printed on it so you don't have to go looking in the rule book to go oh what's it you know you're, you're not flipping through a page and it's there's, there's only seven rules seven or eight rules in the in the main page rules for the game so it is it's not that it's not like you're playing um you know something like uh poker or magic the gathering or something like that where you gotta get the book of hoyle out or some magic the gather gathering how you play it and stuff like that it's really simple really fast and you'll have a lot of fun at it so i mean i i'm hoping that i can get a card set out to like you and you guys could test it with you know your wife and i don't know how old your child is there <laughs> oh no know. he's yeah yeah no he's 26 he, he he'll eat this up this is yeah oh this will be right up his alley then he'll just be like oh <laughs> yeah so this is what i'm saying is that it, it, it's, it's try, i'm trying to make a, i'm trying to make a creative game that really resonates with players and it doesn't have to be boring or overly technical or you know what i'm saying it, it just you know there there's it's just something you've got to you know you're going to play for days and hours or whatever you know you're just going to pull it out you don't have enough players in, like I said, in your TTRPG game or something. Pull it out. Play some Cutthroats and Thieves until a player comes. You know, I mean, you, you got a half hour of burn. You should be able to get through a game of 
cutthroats and thieves. For, right, and for and the, the base game supports up to four players. Right, and and you're looking at. You know, I've actually played up to five with the okay. uh, base game, and but that's a really cutthroat fast game. I mean, it's just really fast. Um, yeah, it's it, it, three to four players is good, and then one with the expansion packs, you'll be able to add more players. You'll keep being keep adding more and more players to it. So, excellent, and and this should be in people's hands by October. Or we're, um, we're we're actually thinking a lot faster than that, but we put because how Kickstarter is and everything else, you've got these you know expectations and everything else. And I, I like I said, we've been through all the arts done, all the cards are done, all everything. I think all we're waiting on now is a cutter for the cutting of the cards, and then we just got to print the print print sheets off, and it's all recycled paper we're at 100 recycled card stocks so if you're worried about you know that kind of stuff it's it's that's not going to be it and i think i think what we're doing is the first 500 decks of the of the game are going to be one type of backing on them or one type of stuff so that you are the first 500 it'll be like this is your exclusive little you know, thing that you could say, yeah, I was on the first 500 and then everybody else will get a different little piece of art on the back. I mean, you you will not be able to readily tell that it's a different one, but me and Don Samora, which is my partner in this, will be able to say, hey, you got an original deck there. Let me sign a card for you or something. And we'll do that for you, you know, at, at a tournament or something. But the later decks will have like instead of a sword being you know silver with a black stripe on it, it might be silver with a red stripe or something you know and we'll be able to immediately tell what cards you have in your hand so we're trying to make it so that those first 500 backers are are get something really cool out of it and later hopefully later in life they've got that card set let's say 10 years down the road and somebody goes hey i'll buy it for 100 bucks from you or something you know you spent 15 you sold for 100 hey what the heck you know yep nothing wrong with that okay well vic thank you so much for for coming on and and talking to us about this game we so when this episode is published people are going to have about two weeks to back it and like I say all the links are in the show notes um mm-hmm. you, you've done you know successful projects before from dave con to to your your D module to you know so it's not like you're brand new to this and and, and well, no I you know and here's my thing too is about is about any project is that I feel that a, a backer or, or somebody who makes something like this should back it up with their own money and they should they should sit there instead of relying basically on the Kickstarter money they should be able to just say. All right, I'm going to print 500 decks of something like I did with my Keep of Blood Red Falls. I printed a thousand of them, and I said, "Okay, I've picked a thousand. I've made a thousand of them. I paid for it before the, even the Kickstarter was done, and I had them shipped to me. That way, when the Kickstarter got done, it was out the door. You know, was, I didn't fool around with it. And you know, I mean, there's been a lot of projects in in Kickstarter and the rest of it that guys have." made big promises and they've collected huge money and they failed. And I don't want to do that. I want to be, I want to be one of those upright guys that says, all right, you order it. It's coming no matter what. So. Yeah. No. And that's very much appreciated. 
So yeah. now I I know for DaveCon 2024, you guys were looking at it maybe changing venues. So yep, we don't we're gonna, quite have, we're we don't have dates yet for that, right? We are not done yet uh, negotiating on that. I'm trying to get that done here uh, with tentative agreements with um, Jeff Greenwood, uh, Darla, the artist, and Mer Rasmussen. And of course, we're going to have Mike Carr back, David Wesley, Bill Hoyt, and um, Dave McGarry has already said he's willing to come back. So we, we're going to try to expanded a little bit and then i got told by a customer that they might want to get margaret weiss up here to minnesota i'm like i don't know her it's not on my dime if you want to bring her in that's your thing i'll give her whatever she needs to keep her here you know what i mean for the show but you know just one of those those surprises that people pull on you you know so but yeah i am pleased Back my Kickstarter, I, I would really appreciate it. And uh, and if you got any questions, of course, you know, hey, uh, give me a give me a shout out, and I'm sure you'll put my information out there, and I can answer some questions for people. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I'll put all Vic's info, info that he gives me. It'll all be in the show notes, folks. The Kickstarter's in the show notes. You, you know, I'll put a link to MW talk about this year's Dave Con in the show notes. So. You know, all you've got to do is click on it and and do it. So, Vic, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Was there anything else before I let you go? Was there anything else that I should have asked you that I failed to ask? Mm, no, 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 no. I don't think there is. I think you pretty much will covered everything. You let me blabber on here. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. It's great stuff. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on, folks. Check out the Kickstarter. and. I will be back to you later in the week. Be excellent to each other.